What's the last aha moment you've had? If you're reading this email, hit reply and let me know. Mine's actually a pretty good one. It happened after I started following this personal finance finance coach, um, his, his Instagram page, and his name is Ramit Sethi. Here's what happened. Ramit was talking about all these ways that we've learned to save our money, you know, a lot of times from our parents, right? But we didn't necessarily learn how to spend money. So that was my aha moment, right? One thing that's talked about in our house so much is I don't want to be that person who who blindly saved for decades, penny pinched every corner and just kept my head down, stockpiling money away, but never really enjoyed it, never created memories. Now, I love this concept of learning how to spend well and, um, you know, not to only enjoy the fruits of our labor and teach my kids the value of a dollar, but to know that if I take calculated risks with my money, it's not really going to be catastrophic. And so I have to tell you, this whole concept has really been on my mind and a topic discussion in our house for the last two months since I heard it. Ramit says it's common in personal finance to focus on running out of money. But here's what he said that got me. Another problem is ending up with too much money and no ability to use it strategically. Scarcity is being fluent in all the things you don't want to do with your money and not knowing what you will do with your money. Now, this is a awesome lesson for me personally. And um, the aha moment was, was is right there for me resonating. But maybe even the bigger aha moment for me was him articulating this in such a way that exposed this and, and just said, yeah, gosh, this is a huge issue for so many nonprofits too. And I hear all the time um, these statements that are really rooted in focusing on running out of money. Things like, well, we could never do that. It's not in the budget. Like, we, we can't do something that's not in the budget because we would run out, right? Or uh, we can't spend that amount on a website, technology, consultant, graphics, whatever it is. New staff member, overhead. But what if spending on these things helped you raise millions more? Like, did we even pause to think about that? Or was this just the default answer? No. You see, the largest commonality of nonprofits that come to me aren't growing their revenue as fast as they'd like. And what's that commonality? They aren't spending enough money. It's the spend. So I want to challenge any nonprofit CEO who's listening to this. It's time to educate everybody about what we should do with the money our organizations have in the bank how we should spend it, right? You can take the reins on this conversation. As a leader, you know, you got to spend money to make money. Like, I don't need to tell you that. Um, you know, there are years, yeah, years where your program percentage might be perceived as too low. Release it. You know, it's best for your organization. You know what you need. Even if it feels scary, even if it causes board members to have indigestion, even if it creates more questions during donor conversations, do it. 
because learning how to spend and invest money in growing, which PS is traditionally overhead, results in so much more money for programs within two to three years. I see it all the time. With the strategy, my clients regularly add seven figures to their bottom line, more dollars than they ever thought would even be able to go back into programs. But first, first, it took investing in overhead. This is a pretty simple path. It's practical. But to be honest, the journey and the methodology I use pushes against a lot of the misconceptions in the nonprofit sector. You can do it. The tricky part is your entire fundraising team and board must be able to articulate this in solicitations. That's where I come in. 